Welcome to the Honor It All podcast. I'm Honor Garrett, your host, and we're here to honor all that's good in the world. Each podcast, I interview top professionals around the globe who are making a difference, impacting lives, and creating positive change. Today, I am super excited about our guest, Chip Bristol, because he is a friend of mine and he lives in my hometown of Greensboro, North Carolina. As a creative writer, theologian, pastor, artist, and author, Chip has a gift of teaching and sharing life's lessons in a very compelling way. Chip is perhaps one of the most creative people I've ever met. Through writing, painting, teaching, and preaching, Chip's hope and mission is to offer opportunities to see life as the sacred journey that it is. So welcome, Chip. It is so nice to have you here on the Honor It All podcast with me today. How are you? I'm great, and I'm glad to be here. Thanks for having me. Well, Chip, I'm, I'm excited for our audience to hear more about you and about your book that is that just came out called Spiritual Java. Spiritual Java, Daily Cups of Inspiration. So um, tell me, I want to know all about it and, and where you got the inspiration for this book. Well, I mean, it, it, I used to be a school chaplain. That really is the answer to the question. And my first job um, was at a school in New Orleans. And the headmaster didn't tell me when I interviewed, but did when I arrived, that I would be preaching every day. Um, and that's a tall order. So quickly, I had to learn how to be able to preach to kids on a daily basis. And that led to um, what now is this book, which are a bunch of homilies, 365 of them. Um, and they're designed to speak in uh, um, common language um, and hopefully get some people who are either religious but tired um, of organized religion, some people who are curious, um, all to um, read and think about life and um, the meaning of it all a little bit more deliberately. Yeah, that's great. So, so clearly you have a gift of storytelling. I know through experience, you easily connect with other people. Um, do you feel like teaching young kids has really helped you be able to I guess even connect with adults as well. Yeah. Your story. It, it was such a challenge because I had kindergartners up to really faculty and then parents. Now, how do you possibly speak to all of those people, to those just learning to read and those who are well seasoned, as they like me to call them? Um, and the only way I knew how to do that was through telling stories. Um, and it's not like I invented that. Um, I'm following the person who was the storyteller. Um, but what I did that was, I, I'm, I'm happy about is I used their language. So I didn't always talk about the Bible because I see all of life as sacred. Um, from a ketchup bottle on a dining, dining room table to um, a walk on the beach. Um, these ordinary things can be pointing us to something beyond. And that's really what I do. And that worked for that audience because the young kids remember the stories. The eighth graders were busy trying to figure out what I was really saying. And the, eighth, and the parents were just glad to have a minister who wasn't just so churchy. 
Yeah, that's great. So tell me a little bit more about the book. Are all of these uh, devotionals, are they something new that, or is it something you've been working on for a long time? Yes to all of it. Um, they started as the sermons I gave. Um, some of them are in here. And then most of them are a blog that I've been writing for 15 years. Um, but then there weren't enough or I didn't like the old ones. So I had to write a lot of new ones. Um, so it's a collection of all of those. And the, and the reason it's called Spiritual Java is because I'm convinced that there, there's a growing population in the world who are spiritual but not religious. That's what they say. And for me, that's the coffee shop people, the people who go to church um, by sitting with their dear friends in a coffee shop, but they're talking about things that really matter. So that's where it got to the title. And so hopefully it's going to meet that market of the people who are really spiritually curious. Um, but the language of the church for a lot of people isn't working or um, doesn't have the animation it once did. And my hope is to sort of relight those, um, those fires. That's great. Well, I, I want everybody to know um, Spiritual Java. It looks amazing. And the artwork is amazing. But you're an artist too, aren't you? Well, yeah, but Dawn's the real artist. Um, no, I shouldn't <laughs> say that. Um, yes, I mean, when I got sober 15 years ago, I had to do something. <laughs> And um, since cocktails were out, I started um, painting. Um, and I really am a product of what's um, called the Artist's Way, which is a Julia Cameron uh, creativity program. And it, it's built upon the premise that everybody is spiritual and everyone is creative. And when you do one, you do the other. And so for me, creativity became a way for my soul to breathe after some really dark days. Um, and so I do pastels and oils and, you know, I could say something that's a little irreverent, but I just like to make stuff. That's just what I feel like I'm called to do. So right now it's a book. Um, there's a novel coming. Um, I've done children's books and then I do paintings and I just, I love it, particularly when I get out of the way and I feel like God's working and writing through me painting through me, that's when the magic happens. And hopefully that's some of what's in this book. Well, Chip, you, you have the wisdom that a lot of us wish we had. And the fact that, first of all, I believe that we're all creative beings. We were divinely made in the likeness of God and we're here to create. And so you have literally taken that and run with it. <laughs> you ran with it. So it's well, amazing. What's so sad about that is that there's so many people who say, oh, I'm not creative. Oh, I mean, I don't know what those music teachers who told people they couldn't sing or, you know, just, I don't know where we got the message that we're not creative. I mean, I'm very Trinitarian. And so I really believe that there's God who is the creator and he created me, but I should follow suit. And because I am forgiven for all of my mistakes and all my weaknesses, that's the, that's the second part of the Trinity. And then you've got this Holy Ghost, which just is, you know, the inspiration. You put all those together and, you know, everybody's creative and everyone's spiritual. If they'll just get out of the way. 
Exactly. Well, that's, we're always our own worst critic, but we're constantly working on that. And um, well, that's what I learned by working with Honor Garrett. Because <laughs> <laughs> well, I came to you with a lot of negative tapes, a lot of I can't do it. Um, and you really, you know, you rechanneled all of that. And I'm, I'm grateful. Well, I am just there to hold space. And you did all the work. So, I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. I, I'm just so excited about what you've done. And also everybody, um, there are some great children's book, um, books. He wrote the star, Eric, the wise man, and the boy who liked to wear a red cape and they're amazing gifts. I give them as gifts for baby gifts or birthday gifts for children. And this spiritual Java is going to go everybody I know this this holiday. So make sure that you take the time and look at it because I know that Chip has a website. It's called withoutacollar.com, correct? Yes. Well, tell me a little bit about your website. And I know that they can find everything there if they want to order the books. Right. Um, all of the links to the books are on the website. Um, and Spiritual Java is through Amazon. That link will go up today, but it's just amazon.com. But the website is really, um, it points to the fact that, you know, I was an ordained Episcopal minister. And the day I, I went um, on my own, I started this community called The Sanctuary. Um, and the church wasn't crazy about it. It was sort of a church for misfit toys, of which I am one. Um, and so it made sense that my website be withoutacollar.com because my story is that I became a minister the minute I took off my collar. Um, and so that's what I'm doing. Wow. Well, that's profound. You're, tell us a little bit about your blog. Is it called, it's Brushstrokes? Brushstrokes. Yeah, it's a weekly blog and it's just like the book. Um, and so I have some very faithful um, uh, followers. So that's what I do. And because of a woman named Honor Garrett, I've, I've revamped my website and it's getting a little more current. So uh, hopefully it will uh, become more um, engaging. I want to try some videos and things like that because um, I think all of those means are wonderful ways to reach people um, spiritually and get them to think in new ways. Well, let me ask you a question. Of all your projects that you're doing, what are you most proud of? Mm, I don't know. I'm, I'm proud that there are projects because I've got to tell you that um, to do this kind of work is to get involved with a thing called vulnerability. Um, and that's brutal um, because it's fun to make stuff, but when you go public, when you hang a picture on a wall, in a gallery, or when you publish a book, you're out there for all to see. And that's, that's really hard. Um, the first, which was the Red Cape, is all about, it's a children's book about attachments, but I'm very proud of it because it's really a children's book about my addiction. Um, but the star was a challenge. Someone said, tell the, Christ I mean, the Christmas story um, from the star's perspective, or from a unique perspective, I chose the stars, and it's all about a star who didn't feel good enough and then ended up leading people to Christ. 
So everything I write is allegorical or metaphorical. So I'm very happy with um, spiritual Java because of the magnitude, 365 is a lot. But the thing that's the most exciting in my heart right now is something that's, I'm writing a novel called Burning Faith. And, you know, writing a novel is a whole different beast. And it seems like, you know, once I've done something, I have to move on to something else. And this is a biggie. So by June, I hope to have really a polished draft of um, Burning Faith, which is a, an allegory of my life, but it's a story about a church that burns on Christmas and the people who find their faith without a building. Ah, that's going to be amazing. So. Well, we'll yeah, the jury's out on her. Well, so do you have any kind of any wisdom that you would like to share, any encouragement to our listeners who might be out there listening and, and struggling to really make their mark in the world, what would you say to them? Um, the first is I would say, look around. God is more amazing and more visible in ordinary things um, than we give God credit for. That's first. Two is that you are marvelously made, whoever you are, you have God-given talents, but also God-given weaknesses. And both of them are pointing to what really should be your purpose or could be your purpose if you would just have the guts to try um, and let God take it from there, you know? And is this book that just came out imperfect? Absolutely. And so is its author. And the beauty is that when we actually just let ourselves be imperfect, God, who is perfect, does stuff that's out out of out of the ballpark so um that's what i would say is just do it and don't worry about what other people say <laughs> <laughs> well chip's a good person to listen to everybody he's um he's got a lot of experience you have a wonderful family and you um can you tell me where all did you go to school for the our listeners, they like to like connect with, oh, yeah. I might have gone I there. went to, um, I grew up in Princeton, New Jersey, um, and uh, went away to boarding school to a place called the Taft School in Connecticut. Um, and then I went to Hamilton College, which is a family tradition. Um, and then after that, I went into fundraising and then into school development before going to seminary, um, because I eventually wanted to run a camp or a school um, and so after I graduated from Virginia Seminary, I went to um, a number of schools, Trinity in New Orleans, Eaton in England, Holderness in New Hampshire, and then I came to Greensboro to run a school called Canterbury, a wonderful K-8 school where we got to build a chapel. Um, and it was through all of that that this came. Um, and then when it was over, I went back to school and got an MFA in creative writing. Um, and it was funny just because, um, well, anyway, the, a lot of people in academia aren't big on God. And so I sat up and introduced myself to all my writing brothers and sisters and said, hi, my name's Chip. I'm going to about, I'm going to write about God and you're going to have to get over it. <laughs> and that's, that's pretty much the result that you now hold in your hands. Yes. Well, I'm so excited to read this and I, I just want to encourage everybody this is a perfect gift to give anyone um, in your family who is spiritual or maybe isn't, but because it's his story, Chip's stories are so relatable to everyday life. 
and yet you still have that aha moment. So um, Chip, I want to thank you for being here, but I also just have one last question. Tell me where you see yourself in five years. So what are some things that you are hoping for on the horizon? What can we be looking for, looking out for, for Chip Bristol? Um, well, as far as projects go, the novel is number one. Um, there's another children's book with Dawn as the illustrator coming. And that one, that's going to write itself. I already know what that's about. And I can't wait. Um, and she's so incredible. So that'll be a wonderful project. But more than that, in five years, I really hope that I have gone beyond my studio and found a way to use my gifts and my love of people to take it on the road, if you will. Um, and maybe that's teaching again, um, speaking, I don't really know, um, but I really like people um, until I don't. <laughs> no, until I you know, want to come back to the studio. So I'm hoping that I can actually, now that I have really worked myself through all of, all of the creative projects, I hope I can do things um, in person with people just after COVID's over. So I should be good to go. Right, exactly. Well, I can attest to the fact that Chip is extremely personable. You, I mean, obviously I think you were born to be a speaker and, and, and share your story. So, and you've learned so much and you have so much that other people can relate to. So I know, and a lot of it's in this book. I wanna leave us with this because I was reading your bio and I saw, and I was kind of touched by this. You were taught a lesson as a child from, I guess it was your father. Do you remember what that from was? From Albert Schweitzer. If I, if, I, if I think I know where you're going. But that you believe we were brought into this world to make it a better place. Is that exactly, that's how you feel? Yeah, it was, it was a refrain at the dining room table. It's just that we were born, um, to accept the opportunities that come before us um, with the hope that we will make the world a better place, remembering all of the people who weren't given those opportunities. Um, but I was, and we are, so our job is to make the most of it. Yeah, well, that's great. Well, you're definitely making the most of it. You're making a huge impact. And I love, I can't wait to see where everything goes. And I'm excited for your novel that will be coming out hopefully in the summer. Is that right? Uh, no, that's when it will meet an editor for the first time. Oh, an editor. So we're, we're a long way to Tipperary, honey. Uh, okay, okay. <laughs> well, it's coming out. So look yeah. for big things from Chip Bristol. And um, Chip, I really thank you. And I, I love your advice to just, you know, get out there and, and be vulnerable and create and do your thing. Because honestly, if I had not done my own getting out there on social media and doing yeah. my thing, I would not have met Chip. And here we are, you know, six months later or whatever and um, have a great friendship. And, I, and I'm really thankful for that. So, and we're both trying to make the world a better place. That's All right. Work. So, well, Chip, thank you so much. And um, are, do you have any last words that you want to share with our audience? Shop early and shop often. <laughs> okay. All right. Well, everybody have a wonderful holiday season and um, we'll see you soon. Take care. <laughs>